My name is Lola Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. Alright, um, so we have a interesting kind of thing today. Um, if you missed the last uh, last week's episode, um, basically December's theme uh, is basically um, movies that were, or not necessarily movies, but uh, anime OVAs that were uh, originally brought over to English by Manga UK uh, because they had an interesting style of dubbing and they were also one of the first. So uh, kind of going through some of the uh, their earlier material. And this one uh, is a little interesting in that it is uh, actually... This is actually something that we have actually taken a look at a game that's based off of it for. Uh, and it's actually a franchise that I'm actually kind of I I don't have I don't have much experience with its um, animated material, but I actually really enjoyed reading the manga of this. Um, it's also interesting because um, most people are if they're familiar with the name Mazumune Shiro, uh, they're almost like I'd say about 90% of the people who know that name are probably going to associate it with uh, Ghost in the Shell. Um, however, there is a work that he did before uh, Ghost in the Shell that actually has very a lot of similarities with it, although it is uh, quite a bit different. This might come uh, as a surprise, but it's also about transhumanism. It, yeah. It, a, a thing that he uh, really enjoys, I guess. Um, so, uh, yes, we are talking about a 1988 OVA that is based on Appleseed. Um, to kind of give a brief synopsis of what Appleseed is kind of about, uh, it, it, it focuses on two outsiders that have come into a city uh, that is almost entirely uh, populated by bioroids, who are basically... They're basically androids that have been... Like, they... Are, can be grown like humans um, and basically are kind of thought of as like, oh, it's the next evolution of humanity or something like that. Uh, but yeah, and the Appleseed is about basically the adventures of our protagonists, Dunin, Newt, and Briaros Hectonocris, which me mispronouncing that name is fitting for this particular dub because as we'll probably get into it, uh, there's some uh, mishandling of some transliteration and uh, pronunciation, but uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I guess before I get a little, we dive a little bit more into it. Um, I was not the only one who watched this, so please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm X, and I sure did done watch the movie. Hi, I'm Carvel, and I have questions about the archaeology's decisions in. Security. Hi, I'm Torpotypist, and I'm here to talk about robotic third legs. Yes. Um, so, usually, um, when people think of Appleseed animated, uh, this is kind of something that flew a little bit under the radar. Uh, there was a animated, a actually fully 3D animated movie in 2004 uh, that did actually see like theatrical release over here, and was a minor hit in. Uh, its sequel, Appleseed Ex Machina, uh, actually w got it. It had its following. Uh, it had a little bit more notoriety behind it behind any of these other thing 
yeah, the other things uh, that have come before it. Um, but yeah, there was in 1988 uh, OVA uh, that was produced by one uh, Kazuyoshi Katayama, uh, who has an interesting little filmography mm -hmm. behind him. Uh, he's actually behind uh, some really kind of, I would kind of call it third rate um, anime. Uh, if you're familiar with things like, I don't know, Those Who Hunt Elves, um, the movie version of Space Adventure Cobra. Um, I'm trying to look at some of the other things. Uh, Giant Robo, uh, Doom Metropolis. Um, Maris the Chojo sounds familiar, but I don't. There's one particular thing that sticks out for me. Yeah, he also was the director behind the Big O, which uh, is a cult classic anime uh, that is basically uh, Batman the Animated Series, but Japanese. With a giant robot. You can't forget that most which, important bit. Which him doing a robot stuff uh, makes a lot of sense, considering that um, if you're familiar with Ghost in the Shell, uh, you'll know that uh, its robots play quite a big part in Ghost in the Shell. Um, or maybe not quite a big, but they play a prominent role uh, in that. Uh, so that also is something that's an apple seed. Um, so, yeah, it kind of um yeah, also storyboarded also, tiger and bunny yeah uh, also i just realized that this was produced by gynax so interesting um but yeah um apparently this ova is not based on any particular manga story um it's kind of its own thing which is kind of why it might not be have some of the it's a very i don't totally. want to say bare Totally it's, dissonant. Yes. Um, story from the stuff that's in the manga. But uh, regardless, uh, that is what we got to deal with. So I think before uh, I think we're kind of ready, I think we should probably just start by giving general impressions. Uh, is there anyone who wants to go? F actually, before I do that, um, I assume that uh, or actually probably check. Um, is anyone familiar with this franchise before watching this OVA? I, I saw Ex Machina, but that's I've, not it. I saw bits and pieces of one of the 3D ones, but I've never actually like, fully watched anything or read any of them. Um, and yeah, so it's it'd be kind of interesting. So, uh, actually, I assume that you had not heard anything about this before. I mean, I knew about Appleseed, but that was about it. All right. Um, so does anyone want to go with that? Although, does anyone want to go first? <laughs> okay, I guess I'll go. All right, uh, Axe, what are your general impressions? Um, excuse me. So, uh, like, in throughout pretty much this series, whenever I popped in, I usually kind of give a opinion that's very one way or the other, very extreme, either I love it or I hate it. And, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I like it or I dislike it. Um, when I when I was watching it along with everybody, I didn't feel either of those things. I just felt, and I think I kind of get what Torpid has been saying in a couple of, in a couple of these. It's just... I didn't feel anything like I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. It was something I watched, 
but I I honestly can't say that I would watch it again. Um, they had some interesting characters, but I don't know. I don't feel like they did much with them. Um, they, they really didn't. You had this uh, cute Robo Bunny with ears that go all over the place, and like you could have done a lot more with that, and you didn't. And the main uh, female protagonist is just kind of like. It, it feels like a man writing a woman is the the phrase that I heard very recently uh, to describe the way certain female characters are done. And she's just very much like that. Like all she cares about is going and finding this this criminal. But like, why? It it really didn't actually do anything to her that they got away. You know, it's her job, and they were threatening her friend. Yeah, and just like I don't know, but. It didn't feel like the plots were very good, uh, and the overall story just seemed kind of, eh. And then, of course, you know, the final act, the third act of the the OVA, is just more of the same thing. It's just like, okay, there's this character. Oh, there's our bad guy. All right, now we're gonna deal with our bad guy and, you know, cut the credits. It's very paint by numbers. Um, music's okay. Um. Voice acting was actually pretty decent compared to what we've watched before. Um, but I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't. Hello, uh, Lolo here. Uh, it turns out that at this point in the recording, uh, Discord had some sort of server outage. And uh, for like just enough to get our recording tools uh, knocked offline. So, uh, yeah, there is a gap here, and we had to kind of finagle to get everything back together. So, yeah, um, there's, if you're wondering why the next bit's going to sound like there's a little bit of a disconnect, is because we had some slight issues. Uh, all right, we're going to continue. Back with facts. Um, no strong feeling one way or another. Uh, I like the music. Uh, I found the dubbing to be pretty decent. And it mostly matched the subtitles on screen, so that's always a good one for me. But, you know, like I was saying, you know, the characters really don't get used that much. You've got this this whole team, and two of the characters are kind of more important. I forget what her name is with the blonde hair, and then the guy with the uh, difficult name to pronounce, the huh? Robo Bunny dude. And, like, Robo Bunny dude is really more kind of there as, like, that character, you know, the character that everybody's going to absolutely like and probably draw, like, shitloads of fan art for. Uh, they're cute and interesting. Um, but, like, even they didn't have a whole lot of depth to their character. The female protagonist just had one thing on her mind and just it just, just kind of made her boring. Um, the plot itself was very stupid, I think. Um, I genuinely did not care about anything that was happening. Um, so I guess, I mean, like, try, I'm trying to like balance these thoughts because ultimately, um, I didn't feel anything one way or another while watching this. Nothing, no, no anger, no happiness, no love, no hate, not even like and dislike. It's just like, I watched this movie, and uh, I'm done with it. I probably won't watch it again. And that's, I guess, kind of where I'm going to lay that.
All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm kind of, I kind of curious about how people who like come to a franchise, like through, uh, kind of mediums like this. Cause it's like, this is an OVA. So this is a very more, well, at least over here, it's more pro like, I think this is probably the first thing Appleseed related that would have come out in English because yep. the manga was, um, came out originally in 1985 and ended in 1988. Um, which is right around the time this OVA uh, happened, which I don't know when, because manga like publishing in the 90s was a little weird. Um, also, like Appleseed technically ended more or less unfinished because in the earthquake in Kobe, uh, I forget the guy's name again. What's it? Uh, Madamuna Shiro. Sure, yeah, Shiro lost his notes in the earthquake, so he kind of just ended the series because he lost his notes, and it's like, well, whatever. Yeah, it's um, because yeah, especially that Appleseed as it's kind of it didn't from what I remember the manga, it didn't have an overarching plot. It just like, oh, things happened and it was just a it was a um, it was essentially a police procedural meets sort of slice of life sort in certain side things and with a lot of sci fi as well. Um, it's not really a like um it's not something that has like an overarching plot it's just you can make it piecemeal which is why this it's like okay you can make you don't have to if you're making like like i'm pretty sure every um side thing that's not the manga that's come out i don't think there's been anything that has tried to actually just straight up um kind of do one for one the manga they've all been their own kind of thing um I honestly see this as more of like where where is uh, Ghost in the Shell examines technology from a governmental perspective, government, military, law, like more directly law enforcement. Apple seeds always seem to be more focused on the civilian life. Yes. The day to day, the minutia of it all. Yeah. Which is just it's that's going to be harder to translate for things that you're not given a full series, but instead a hour OVA, you're going to end up doing the police, the police or big sto action story, because that's what's going to is more likely to get you funded. Yeah, and I believe actually pretty much all the uh, animated uh, renditions of Appleseed do really focus hard on the action, which I mean, that was a pretty hard, like a pretty big element of the manga. Um, but um, a lot there was a lot of here's what civilian life is like. To be fair, it's also capitalizing on Shiro's name in regard to Ghost in the Shell, which is significantly more action-y. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Although Especially I, after the runaway success of the movie. Um, yeah, well, it's, yes, going forward. Uh, like, especially that uh, 2004 one, because this, at this point, uh, Ghost in the Shell would have, at the time that this OVA came out, Ghost in the Shell would before. just be getting in the, in, well, bookshelves, I guess. Um... But I guess I can go next for my general impressions. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go, go ahead. I, I'm done. Just give me one second. Okay, sorry about that shit in my throat. Um, so, my opinion, um, honestly, uh, not super far off from Max's, uh, is basically, <clears throat> it seemed very by the books, which doesn't really work for this. Because it doesn't really capitalize on the strengths of Appleseed itself in the setting. And instead just makes it a very 
very standard, like, ah, anti-terrorist thing. Which, I mean, it was Japan in the 80s, so it's not super surprising, but still. Um, <clears throat> okay, so, yeah, it, it was kind of an issue. It was actually very standard, and it, I don't know. Didn't really do anything meaningful with the characters, uh, especially in a way that felt right. Because they all they had all of an hour to establish literally everything and do a plot too, and you can tell they had no clue what to do with that time. <clears throat> Meaningfully, that is, because uh, the plot just kind of happens, and then it ends with a massive anticlimax too. Uh, I kind also, of like the anticlimax. To be fair, you thought it was one of the like more unique things that were like memorable of the of the OVA but yeah and I will say another issue too is uh the reasoning behind the villains uh being villains like one of them obviously human extremist human superior yada yada all that the other though had probably one of the worst reasonings I've seen and I fucking hated it yeah um, basically <laughs> go ahead I was going to say, um, you can explain it, but it's actually something that it came off as so weird. And especially since this is something that was translated, I actually went and looked up to see if there was a mistranslation. Like, what did the Japanese version of this translate to? Because it felt like something was off. But no, it wasn't really. Is the yeah. Part. It, it just, it's such a fucking bad take is the issue. Because basically the reason behind one of the villains, the, the police officer who is also a mole, uh, turned against the state was because everything was provided for. And so his wife eventually got incredibly stressed out and anxious and killed herself because everything was provided for and there was no struggle in life. Yeah. Um, was it, the, the like, Japanese translation something about more... So like everything's the same every day or something. Yeah. Like that? So from what I was able to gather from a few synopsis readings was the fact that um, it very much sounded like uh, um, that the problem that the wife had was that things were going the same day to day and that things had just begun so monotonous and that uh, everything seemed so. Uh, prim and proper that it was all almost a little bit in uncanny valley and how perfect it was that it started to erode at her psyche. Um, but that's also from the viewpoint of the um, the cop, who the cop is an who, unreliable narrator. Yeah, because there is a segment in the OV, like there's a, a segment where it looks like he was taken in by some sort of organization and like tested on. Although, yeah, although there's no like correlation about whether or not that was actually true or not. Yeah, it never gets talked about at ever. It's weird. Um, I will say if you want to see this take but done better, I'd say probably watch Psychopaths or something. But Just stop after the first season. <clears throat> yeah, stop after the first season. But yeah, no, it, it, it's just it's. Oh no, there are strengths to this setting that it definitely does not capitalize on. It doesn't do anything meaningful with the characters either, and it just it feels very standard anti-terrorist sort of thing. And it's like kind of a shame, honestly. Um, yeah. I don't think it's bad, but it's not good it's, either, is how I would describe it. It's kind of frustrating to me as someone who is really into um Appleseed and especially the manga run of it. 
um, to see this, and it just really does a disservice to it's a it has the problem that a lot of uh ovas that are like one-off renditions of something that's like especially we see in a lot of the video game ovas like um uh east isn't ex great but it's like something like uh I'm trying to think of a good example that we've ranked before uh wizardry possibly even though that don't really have a story um kind of the east ovas in a weird way, how you had to go through it in such a kind of rushed way. Um, he was specially. Yeah. Um, salamander, you could kind of say. Uh, um, yeah, Salamander is one of the best of them. Actually, Panzer Dragoon. You're right, you're uh, right. Panzer Dragoon is an excellent it's, comparison it's point. so frustrating because, like, I know Shiro does better than that. Yeah, like his world building and his characters are usually a lot more interesting than this OVA portrayed them as, and it's kind of a shame. Like, yeah, Dunan and Briarios are North African war vets. Like, we don't yeah. get to, never gets talked about at, or like brought in any way that's like relevant to this. Hell, it doesn't even have Shiro's obsession with needless fucking. Uh, yeah, which, yes. Um, it's it's really great when he says like yeah in hindsight the scene that happened in Ghost in the Shell really didn't need to. Yeah, uh, Appleseed from so there is a lot of scenes in Appleseed of uh, like especially Dunin and Hitomi showering. Uh, the thing is they always use those scenes to give some sort of backstory to it. Uh, so they're very. They, it's like it, you're trying to hit a quota of getting the the skin on the page, um, but they also use it to it's like, OK, it's not we're going to also use this to do backstory. It's kind of the the thing that I have heard. I've not watched it, but it's the kind of thing that I've heard Game of Thrones loves to do where it's like, oh, we're going to have a discussion that's somewhat important between these characters. They happen to just be naked at the same time. But yes. But yeah, it, it's just like it's it's almost a shame, honestly. Yeah, because <clears throat> like even of this sort of thing, there are better, better anime you could watch. And I yeah. just like the, the the fucking villains' fucking horrible take still sticks with me because it's so bad. It's yeah, but yeah. It's it's like it's not bad. The music's all right. The art's fine and all that. It's just it's wasted potential. Yeah. yeah, some bad takes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's basically the big thing. There, just it's it. I enjoyed it, but it's more of that. It just this was fun. Probably never gonna like have much of an impression. Yes. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, that's kind of the thing about this one. It's 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 just really like disappointing. <laughs> it's like okay. I you're hitting like the notes, but also you could have done much better. It was just very, you know, checking off boxes. Yeah, it's it's yeah, there's I don't really have a whole lot to say, to say about it because it's that's just what it is. Yeah, I don't have much more to say other than that, Um, which is, yeah. And I take it that no one else really has much else to say about it. To the list. All right. Um, just 
So we're good to rank. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I'm yeah. I'm good to go. I'm also almost asleep. All right, so let's rank this using our normal one to twenty-one scale of one being absolute mastercraft can't get much better, and uh, twenty-one being very like painful to watch, very very little to get even ironically out to watch it. So, X, what is your number ranking for this? I mean, like I said, this movie is very special in that watching it got no reaction and no feeling for me whatsoever. And I think the only place it can possibly go is 11. It is a middle-of-the-road anime. Not bad, not good, just it exists. All right, Carnival. I would probably put it between 13 at highest, 15, between 13 and 15. All right. Torpo. See, I was thinking 10 or 11, because, like, I'd say it is probably about on par with Wizardry, but I could also see it being at 11 for being oh. once again. Uh, there we go. There we go. What did you do? Yeah. Wizardry disappeared for a second. But, yeah, so I could see I could see 10 or 11, personally. All right. Um, Yeah, I'd put down 11, because it's, like, it's square in the middle. Like, you could say that having almost zero impact out of it is something to detriment it for. But if we take a look at, well, let's, so let's take a look at 10 and 12, just kind of the, the boundaries for it. So we got at 10, we got Jojo's Bizarre Adventure OVA, which actually that's another case of trying to condense um, kind of a longer thing into an OVA, which Although the argument for that one is uh, that one actually kind of did it well. Um, Nick Loading Guts. Scott Pilgrim also is another case of trying to condense a longer thing, which as much as I didn't particularly care for that movie, I still feel it did better than this did. And also uh, Wizardry. Um, I kind of feel like that this belongs below those. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like, oh, that's like looking at the especially Scott Pilgrim and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure both have this are doing the same thing but both do it better than this did um and then what was that i didn't say anything else after that okay uh and then at 12 we have street fighter uh the 1994 or four one in the first season or no that was the movie of teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtles um i mean i kind of like street fighter but that's also, I can't really, at least Appleseed kept pretty close to canon. Um, and then Turtles, I also didn't particularly care for Turtles, but so these two might be a little weird for me. Um, definitely thinking, like looking at 13, uh, I would definitely put these above, or I would definitely put this above Game Pro TV and GoGo 13 to Professional. Um, because Gogo 13 had some really rough spots, whereas this, this was just, didn't really have any rough spots. It just, in itself, was incredibly unspectacular. So, I, It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. And honestly, as far as I know, it really didn't have much of an impact on the anime or animation industry at all. I don't hear, like... I remember hearing about it back when I was like in college and anime club, but like 
in the like broader groups that I'm a part of, especially the groups that like like this. No one I know of talks about this, and I think it's because it's just so mediocre. Well, yeah. yeah, it's once again, if anyone thinks of Appleseed, it's one of the later renditions, not this one. Yep. Yeah, you either go before this and talk about the manga, or you go after this and talk about the later animated movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just watch Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Or watch yeah. or read the manga. Or, yeah, or read the is... manga if you want more Appleseed. Like, if you're actually yes. genuinely interested in it. Also, don't this, play the SNES game, because the SNES game's bad. This really doesn't do it any favors, and it's kind of a shame, because, once again, Masamune Shiro's characters and world building is significantly better than this Let's On. Yeah. It also... This did also remind me of a point that, actually, I think you made, actually, it might have gotten lost to the void, because we had some slight technical issues, but um, uh, this, do, this does have a lot of... It's a dude who wrote a lot of female characters. Yes, yes, yes. So that was one point that I was making, and I'm not sure if the void ate it. But like, uh, and this is the discussion that's been happening very recently with a, lot, a number of different properties, like uh, Mass of the Universe, Shira, um, and I forget what the 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 one actual thing is. But like, um, just the the main female character absolutely feels like not quite Joss Whedon, but adjacent not not so much quipping but it's almost like um who's the the spanish actress who did like the super badass character and then that was pretty much all she was the rest of her her career uh, like, oh i think, I think santiago what's the name of the character i can't remember but you Here. know what i'm talking about no i'm bad at actors so i'm sorry i can't help here um, but I, I understand the, the concept they were getting behind. Yeah. yeah, so like, it's not to say that women can't be super muscly or butch, you know, or lean towards more masculine, but like, her character kind of hits the, and I know this is, and also this is an old OVA, so I'm not going to mistake that for, you know, like, what we have now, but still, like, one of the more annoying tropes is how, like, when you want a woman to be badass, she cannot be feminine in any way whatsoever. You can't, she can't like flowers, animals, fucking the color pink, frilly shit. Like she's got to be jacked to jack the hell and back. She's got to curse. And basically, you know, like got to do a lot of like bro dude lines, you know? I I mean, so I'm going to disagree with you on this one. Not because like, I don't agree with that being a problem in, in this meme, but that would have required her to have any sort of getting fleshed out outside of, you know, I'm here to do my job. Yeah. And that's something I was going to actually mention that that's a thing that you could say about this thing, about how on thing is the manga is a little bit different about that. Although that definitely is kind of the thing. It's the hyper competent female lead thing that a lot of cartoons in the nineties had. Uh, Sally Acorn is, I know, one that I remember getting, uh, like, an example of that. Um, I don't know. My issue is that none of the characters actually got fleshed out in any meaningful way, so yeah, really hard for that one to hold water when there was nothing about her in the first place, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree. I wholly agree. Yeah. Everybody's got, like, one kind of personality, like, one kind of thing driving them, and that's all there is to that character. Yeah. 
because they have an hour to establish the setting, the characters, and the plot. And I'll be real, they didn't really do that much because of the crunch. Yeah. Um, with that, I kind of, I'm kind of sticking toward eleven. Yeah. After hearing your your arguments, I get it. Like, I just probably was writing it more of like me personally was rating the kind of unmemorability of it a bit worse than it really deserved. But yeah, no, yeah. it's a fair argument to put it like you were saying eleven. Yep. Just square yeah. in the middle. Um, let's see. And this is definitely sci-fi. Um, got actual. Actually, I could almost actually this is anime. What am I doing? Um, yeah, and surprisingly for the being a manga UK dub, the language was there. It just was a lot more toned down. Like they definitely used harsher curses in this one, but it was a lot more subdued and a lot more natural sounding in this one. Um, and yeah, um, is there anything we want to call out for? Uh, also, Google really screwed up the emotes on my end, so they look really weird. So, music, cinematography—hold on, music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art. Nothing really, no. No, no. I thought the music was solid. The music, it was pretty good. Yeah, it has that '80s OVA, like almost like a TurboGrafx CD game quality to it. So. That I could give it um, for yay or nay. Uh, one is absolutely a uh, waste of potential. Yes. And also oatmeal. Yeah. I was going to say one an issue I would have. It was it was too short, actually. Yep. Which always feels weird to say, but it was too short and they weren't able to do anything meaningful with that hour that they had. Yep. Yeah, I wonder if this was like the case of the Sonic OVA where supposedly that was actually made to serve as a, a pilot for a TV series. Yeah, because, like, one of the things they established, like, they try talking about how shady this city is or, like, how, uh, how, how everything's provided for them and everything, but they never actually really do anything to touch on it. They just, like, mention it in passing once or twice. So it's actually, now that I think about it, about this serving as a power for TV series, because, you know, there is another Mazumuni Shiro thing that happened right around this time that was a TV miniseries. And that's Dominion Tank Police. Ah, which that is a little bit trash in this, but yeah, God, Shigeru Chiba was in that. Whatever. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. This really doesn't have a whole lot going for it, and it's really a shame because I think Appleseed's a really neat premise that just kind of got got robbed by the Soviet. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, in that case, I think that we are good for Appleseed, the 1988 OVA. Kind of an uneventful episode, but whatever. Regardless, before we head out, uh, Axe, is there anything you want to plug? Um, the uh, Autistic Self Advocacy Network, your local a ASPCA, uh, please adopt, don't shop. All right. Uh, Carnival. Your local bail fund or mutual aid fund. All right. Uh, Torpo. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Torpotypist at Torpotypist on Twitter. And I would like to plug the hole in this fucking world building that doesn't exist. Yep. Well, uh, next up, um, 
So when I did Cyber City 808, I mentioned that it kind of gets brought in with a trilogy, or maybe not a trilogy, but like a subsec, like a, there is a selection of OVAs that came out around the time that that did, uh, that really kind of have a very similar tone. Um, one of the ones that I brought up was a anime called Goku Midnight Eye. Yeah. Uh, and next up, we will see the trashier bits of Magi UK's anime that they decided to bring over in English. Trashy is an understatement. That lady's a motorcycle and she her tits are out. Yep. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, we will oh, have to tune in. Have you not next. seen Goku Midnight Eye? No, I haven't. Oh, well, boy. well <laughs> I'm not up. On, I'm not fully up on my Dragon Ball, so no. Oh, Dragon yeah. Beast so nuts, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Goku Midnight Eye is next time. So, thanks for listening, and I hope you tune in next time. Bye. Bye. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you would like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.